Oh, Sorry, Stephen, can I just get you to say a couple of sentences into that? A couple of sentences into that? <laughs> <laughs> a couple of sentences into that. <laughs> hello, hello. That took me a second to get that. Hello, hello. check, check. Hello, talking, yeah. talking and Great. stuff. Coffee is cold, but still going to finish it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. You're listening to Saturday Podcast. Sapnin! Sapnin! You're listening to episode 58 of Sapnin Podcast with myself, Sean Smith, and my good friend, Mo Rich, a.k.a. Morgan Richards. It's me, and just like these puns I try to make every week, this episode is going to be full of beautiful drama. Why? What happens then? Do we go? Oh, if, listen to find out, do Because that's the point of a podcast. If I tell you now what's going to happen if all the way through. Yeah, if you tell me now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you tell me now. Uh, yeah, but I know I was there and I don't remember there being that much drama. So you, uh, you've yeah, shown that pun in. It wasn't that dramatic, was it, in the meeting with the boys? No, but it's beautiful drama. Because oh, no, it was beautiful. Yeah. They're attractive guys. <laughs> but I'm saying, as drama goes, there wasn't much. I, okay, I'll give you that. I, in fact, <laughs> I'll take a little bit of that back. Okay. The closest we got to drama was when we give him the annoying question about um, the guys uh, they've worked with previously that they're now sick of. Yes, so there you go. There is drama. It was drama. It was exactly. beautiful drama. He's so right. Full He's right. circle. Sorry, bud. Carry on, bud. You Episode carry on 58 of Sapman Podcast. Yeah. And this week's guest is the wonderful songwriting Australian geniuses Oof. in the fame. Oof. Bloody hell. You're right, but yeah. I mean, whoa. It's a big... Genii. 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 You've given them the genii I title. have, yeah. Bloody hell. There's not many Australian genii. Nope. No. Let's have a quick think. Um, Mark Bosnich, goalkeeper. Um, <laughs> Daniel Johns from... Silver chair, yeah. Oh, and he said Rolf Harris can't say anymore. Um, um, Jenna tonight live, Jenna tonight live, yeah. And anyone from Australia because we love Australia, so. we do. So, yeah. we thought, whatever better way to start our first episode of 2020 than with the beautiful Australians in Josh and Stephen from the fame. Happy New Year! We should have, but didn't. Um, Yeah, happy new year to you. If you've been listening um, for over a year, thank you very much. Why, how, and that's amazing. If this is your first time checking out Sapman Podcast, please go back and check out the other 57 episodes we've done. Um, Some 
some other podcasts included the fame as well so yes they out. did and they will include all of your favourite bands because we've talked to some bloody marvellous people if yeah if you look through our back catalogue right and you can't find a band you like hmm. you are deaf I agree so, I agree yeah but also if you listen to this and you are actually deaf how you listen how's that work I we're going down a dark hole here I Is feel that I feel like they're digging ourselves into trouble well I don't think we are I'm just just genuinely asking if you're oh, deaf yeah. can, well, you no, consu- can you consume podcasts if you're deaf question of the week can you <laughs> consume podcasts if you're deaf there you right, go right there we go Answer, answers please deaf people on the post- postcard yeah hey, unless you're blind yeah. and then, um, <laughs> oh, what? but that's fine well, anyway, carry anyway, on, go on. Yes, it? so the fame are going to be joining us to celebrate the new year in style. We're going to be talking to them all about their new record, State of Mind. Finally, they've got it out. Yes. It's one they've been working on for a very long time. Bla- I've been listening to it a lot. Bloody it's corker, co- mate. Exactly. It's a bloody corker. Exactly. So we're going to be getting all the secrets about that, people they've worked with, as we mentioned. Yep. And then we're going to dive into a lot of different things, including their favorite backstage household item. Oh, my. Uh, listen in, right? If you've ever wanted to know some of the de- deepest, 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 darkest secrets of bands, right? Like, what's their favorite laundry utensil? You've come to the right place. We ask the hard-hitting <laughs> questions that everybody else is scared to ask. What is the fame's favourite shower unit, right? <laughs> oh, you're laughing now, but we genuinely definitely ask them that, and they haven't got an answer. I thought it would be the proper Triton T80. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> Keep on listening, because it's a very, very interesting interview we're with some e- lovely We're chats. not even joking, because that part of the conversation is very interesting yeah. it's hilarious and they're open my eyes people don't realise the stuff bands go through exactly. well they're going to explain it and yes. it's going to be absolutely wonderful and then we get into some random questions as well and we even uh, role play a little bit we swapped seats yes we did and they ask us a couple of questions they switched around yeah, yeah. so the old topsy turvy that motherfucker on us yeah fair play to him. Um, yeah thank you very much to the fame Hayley Connolly as usual um, yeah it was a fantastic show. Um, we got to see um, those reprobates in uh, Hot Milk briefly as well. So we it was did. nice to see them. We did. And uh, yeah, all round great, great day. So thank you very much to them. Yeah, so thank you to everyone on the Fames team for making this happen, giving us their dressing room and just being wonderful human beings. Yes. Um, if you've got any questions or band suggestions or guest suggestions at all please get in touch with us on twitter or instagram at sampling pod that's at s-a-p-p-e-n-i-n-p-o-d or if you've enjoyed any of the past 58 episodes and i'm sure you would have and if you haven't you're a fucking liar and you owe me check out patreon.com forward slash sampling yeah yes please do do you know what what i guarantee you in 2020 right yep everybody is gonna have a birthday you're saying that now, right? What about people who are going to die January 9th and this comes out? January 3rd. January 3rd. I'm sorry for those people that they haven't experienced their birthday of 2020, but for the rest of them... For everyone who will make it through this year... Yeah, they will definitely have a birthday. Yeah. Right. So well, my birthday's just gone. I'm already telling people, oh, yeah, but we've got to keep celebrating because it's my birthday year. That's true, yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that that's how I get free stuff. Okay. Well, speaking of free stuff, because, you know, people thinking of gifts and all that. Yeah. 
why don't you just get you know, a membership to Sapling Podcast's community Patreon for someone for their birthday? That is true. Do you know what? I'm sad we've left that till New Year to realise we could have done that. We could have been doing that for Christmas. We could have been bloody millionaires by now. I know, and as well, because one of the packages with some of the goodies and stuff you can get is video or voice messages. Cool. So you can just sign... Why don't... You could just sign up, right? And literally once a month, you could get a video and voice message for whoever's birthday it is that month and then send it to them. Unbelievable. You'd never have to leave the house and buy a birthday present ever again. This is what you've been doing over Christmas is coming up with evil plans they're not evil but they're great um, yeah. money making schemes yeah literally it was nice. uh, editing evil plans some scheming um, making lists Brushing and watching Gavin and Stacey oh cool how was that it was, was alright as it goes yeah oh for fuck's sake I hate my life <laughs> um, yeah so uh, should we just get on with the episode do we have anything more to talk about well how was your birthday oh yeah good thank you tidy any New Year's resolutions? Try not to die. Okay. I've had 35 years of successfully completing that one. That's true, yeah. One. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, last one was difficult, but <laughs> got through. Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> sh- have we got anything else to say before we, we can just listen to the beautiful, beautiful tones of the fame's voices? No. Good. Here we go. Slap me Slap me Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Sapnin! Sapnin! Sapnin. Sapnin. Yes! Yes! Did we get it? We, yeah, yeah, you did, yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. I thought I pronounced it wrong for a no, <laughs> no, no, no. 
Oh, I was going to try and pronounce it wrong, M, but yeah. No, cool. Yeah, but of course, our guests this week are Australians of finest, the fame Josh and Stephen. How are you doing? Good. We're doing pretty good. good. Not off with the finest, but you know, we'll take it. We'll, we'll take we'll whatever take compliments it. we can get oh, these yeah. days and fill out egos with it. And then what's the, yeah, what's the competition? Oh, there's a lot. Hugh Jackman is the Hugh fucking Jack- epitome oh, of Australian Australian. He is Australian. And then there's like the Hemsworths and shit. As oh, well, true. So okay. Like, oh, I was thinking um, musically. Yeah, I was, was going to say like, Stand Atlantic, Kevin Parker. Tonight Alive, Parkway Drive, ACDC, Tame Impala. Yeah. Yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, there's so a lot. There's, there's <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll, no, we'll no just, you're Australian. Yeah. So you win. Uh, so yeah, 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 yeah. Take that all the we'll time. We'll take it all the way. Definitely away. listen to this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but how are you doing? You know, UK tour it seems as being a, a very busy one up and down the country. Being in yeah. Europe as well, supporting the new record. It's, it's been sick. Yeah, yeah, it's been really good. We're on the tail end of it now. We only got three shows left. It's oh. bloody flown by. That's fucking flown. Um, but yeah, it's like we're braving the cold. And sorry. Play, no, that's all good. Oh, we only deal with it like an we, we hour get to, a day we anyway. We get to bring out our jackets that we never get to wear. You, uh, you know? I wish so it's I like never a, got to wear jackets. You're bringing out a whole new fashion <laughs> in I'm us. sick of jackets. And the whole, like, like I've got shorts underneath my long pants right now. Ooh, it's nice. Like, it's a big, well, I oh, did go to the gym this morning, and then I just chucked my long pants over my shorts, as you can see now. So it looks shorts. Nice. I thought uh, that was like keeping the hidden Australian away. Like, yeah, yeah, I feel Australian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just like having our shorts on. It makes us feel more comfortable. It's part of yeah, but of course we're recording this backstage at the Globe in Cardiff. You guys yes. had a day off here yesterday. We did. We well, kind of did. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, we were in the studio for it. We and Stevie were we're just doing some things, some exciting Ooh. things, which were good. Yes. Some behind the scenes stuff, which nice. was good. So no days off. Okay. But that's yeah. the best way to do it because after this tour, we are having weeks off. Oh okay. yeah, which is going to be fucking amazing. Our so. biggest break in two years. Yeah. Literally. Six weeks longer than like <laughs> yeah six. We haven't had longer than like two. I'd say two weeks because every other break we've had if it's like three weeks it's been like a week of something yeah or like stuff in between and even two week break is like eh because we've always done stuff yeah you end up being sick half the time but you, you get yeah, home and true. then like like our last leg of touring was 13 weeks long Oof. and and you and you stop and then your body's like what's happening yeah. like what is stop yeah, shits itself and so yeah like yeah late at night you're like why can't I sleep oh yeah it's because nobody's shaking my bed yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. oh that's bad exactly we don't like, understand stillness anymore yeah, yeah, funny actually. thing I feel like so, I feel like when I'm gonna go home I'm just gonna like have these cold sweats in the middle of the night it's gonna wake up be like love me cold <laughs> yeah. fucking load out it's like in the middle of the night having these fucking you know so I imagine it's like when you've toured for that long and you're getting used to these little bits that when you get home it is a bit of missing the the things that you wish you didn't have to put up with really yeah it's it's a funny thing isn't it like and you do some things like from home on tour that make you feel more like at home and then when you're at home you'll probably end up doing things like on tour like one thing that I learned especially on the US tour that we're on is like trying to be clean because if you're not clean when we were in an RV over there if you're not clean then you get bullied you get bullied <laughs> by one certain guitarist in particular no, <laughs> not to name any of them to be fair I, I don't it was, blame it it was, it was a mess so then 
you know, those are the sorts of things which I hope our parents will, well, our parents are hoping that we'll bring back to the house <laughs> and so that they're like, oh, this is all chill. Um, so we can be good housemates back at home. Nice. But then, yeah, like when we're on tour, you just do whatever you can to like make it feel more like at home. Like, you know, if you're in the UK and going to the gym, watching whatever you can watch in your little bunk, like whatever series you're watching at the time and do, doing just doing little things, playing COD with the with the, the oh, PlayStation. Man. I've accepted I'm so far away from home. I just because we don't fucking shower, so I want to get home and just sit in the bath for like a solid three hours, like, <laughs> and be able to stretch my legs all the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a lot easier for me because I'm so short. And yeah. then in the bus, like it's fine. I can just like walk tiny little bit of head crouch. I'm fine. But then this, this poor soul that's like a foot and a half taller than me. It's yeah, yeah. But it could always be worse. It yeah. always be worse, right? We're on a fucking bus and we shouldn't be complaining. <laughs> We're so. not. Oh, good. Yeah, well, on this tour as well in the UK and Europe, you've been uh, had the wonderful friends of the podcast, Hot Milk, supporting you. Absolutely. What's, what's it been like uh, putting up with them for so long? Because oh, I feel oh, like it's, it's been, been more of them putting up with us, yeah, to be honest. Exactly. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> no, nah, they're, they're great. Like, one thing, like, obviously, it's hard being away from home and hard doing this sort of industry gig in general. Like, sure, as you guys know, this sort of shit is not easy, you know? And, like, but at the end of the day, when you get to share it with friends and you get to share it with people, it kind of does become like family because whether you like it or not, you have no personal space you have no boundaries really it's not you can try to create them but really that's it's just it just doesn't happen you're three feet you're three meters away from each other getting changed every single day you know it's like but when you have people who have the same camaraderie and the same sort of just mentality because we we try not to take ourselves too seriously you know of course every like you've got to have a serious perspective on what you do but you know when you're working so hard and you're loading in out and you're putting out gear in the rain and shit sometimes you've got to have a laugh and talk yeah. some crap you know because if you don't you'll pretty much do it at the shining on the bus and turn into <laughs> Jack Nicholson and just fucking go crazy so you gotta, you got to do what you can oh yeah. wow well fair play yeah but of course you know you've been out on the roads non-stop recently in support of your debut studio album That's State one. of Mind yes I know you guys have worked so long on this best part of two years just trying to get everything out and ready behind the scenes so it must just be brilliant to think now that the album's out and seeing the reaction of these kids and with the songs each and every night yeah it's awesome like you know that in this album's you know been a long time coming especially like you know completing it just in between tours and like all the spare yeah. time that we have so it's literally been all the nooks and crannies of you know traveling the world playing you know the music that we've already released and then playing the songs off the it's like some of them were playing before they were even released because we've done so much touring with so little music released that we had to, you know, grab from, like, what we could but still try and save some for, like, the album release. Yeah, to keep it all interesting. So, it was just, finally, it was, like, so great to be able to, you know, release the released the record right before like the US tour um, in September this year and it's just great like it's so, it's just so good to be playing the new songs live so, you know seeing everyone's reaction to it and you know just all the new songs of the record are so much fun to play and really like you know bring that live set to the to the new level it's mm. good yeah and as you mentioned the really from when the band started you were just putting out a couple of singles here and there but it seemed yeah. to have that massive reaction straight off the bat it was a kind of weird doing that kind of touring cycle and you've only got a couple of songs out and then trying to rebuild that on that? It, it, it is a little because like I remember like our very first tour you know here in the UK with uh, Lord Atlantis mm. we had one song released so people were like oh where can I find you? I'm like well you can find our one song on uh, on Spotify and then 
I guess if you want to hear more, you'll have to come back and see us play. And that was basically what it was for a while. And it was, just, it was sort of like dripping out songs because, yeah, it was very much just being like really thrown into the deep end from the get-go. So instead of like having a long time to like figure out the plan, you know, figure out, you know, how we're going to work things and everything is like literally figuring things out as we go. It's like, all right, we're going to really hit the ground running here and we're just going to take things as it come and as it comes and just go from there cool yeah it's awesome oh, awesome yeah. yeah and there seems to be a lot of different kind of subgenres and styles of, of music throughout the record is that just a, a good reflection of everything you've all been into individually and really just the process of that you've had that two years to write this record that you've been in to different things going on in that time I think like the album itself, like it's definitely like like a kind of a representation of the influences of yeah. each individual member of the band. But I feel like the album itself is kind of like a journey of how we've progressed as writers and how we've progressed as people. Yeah. You know, because I'd say toward like you know when we get to the the buying time and the state of mind of the album, like those sort of two songs really were written towards like the end yeah. of our entire recording process, really. And you know, the album ended up getting finished up in like a really short amount of time. I felt like the album was written over like a year and a half, but we had to pack in so much in like the last few months. And I felt like buying time state of mind were like the those songs that we kind of really felt connected to, like conceptually and sonically, you know, I feel like us all members of the band really kind of get into those songs in such a deep way, you know, and especially State of Mind, that was just us four in a room, yeah. you know, back home in Perth in a rehearsal studio. And to have that kind of connection and then be able to put that out on stage, like I felt like we found something really important there and that's something we want to keep relevant for album two, you know, and I feel like the main focus is going to be, <clears throat> pardon me, not only finding like a cohesive sound, but also still just exploring the, the kind of things that we love playing, you yeah. know, the, that we love hearing because... That al- the album has been done like it's definitely been like two years in the making but you know Infamous was from like three to four years ago you know which is definitely like a big part of our journey but I feel like you know sonically and conceptually we've grown so so much and for album two it's going to be really just lock it's going to I feel like we're going to spend a touring amount of time writing you know because this album is such a a fucking nutcase in the sense of we were recording in LA and the next minute we've got to getting sent stuff while we're on tour and we've got to figure out stuff in the van and then it's just a really stressful kind of which was like again pressure is important we thrive under pressure but I feel like we're going to find the best versions of ourselves in a relaxed space with just us four and maybe a producer and just kind of nutting out what we want to write for album two and I think people want to hear that too in a sense because I felt like lyrically as well state of like state of mind and buying time were the most honest songs in that sense as well that's cool yeah so do you you have any producers in I know it's probably a a while away but do you have any producers in mind for us I think it's all like I think we just take it as it comes yeah Yeah, like we've had some that we've just like really enjoyed working with and some that we've just started working with especially because it's a bit of time away as well yeah but I think that's definitely something as we start demoing things ourselves and then whatever where we feel like the direction is heading when we we hit that and, and then sort of like choosing from there like who would best fit the style of what we're writing then yeah. because yeah, it's, it's exciting that everything's going to be like brand spanking new there and so yeah it's going to be fun and also someone who kind of understands like we need a relationship with someone I yeah. think, as well with this producer as well so that'll be something we discover over time yeah 
Well, you say you've got like six weeks off now. What will you, <laughs> what will you personally be getting up to in those six weeks? <laughs> oh, mate. I like all oh, kinds I, of reality shit. Stay as far away from each other as you can. <laughs> oh, you, okay. I'm, I'm actually gonna. I'm, I, I'm usually. I usually fall off the fucking map. I've, yeah, you don't hear a word from him. I just <laughs> fucking peer most of the time, and I, I don't. I'm not gonna do that this time. I wanna, because like we got a lot of time off. I feel like we don't actually get time to hang out. When's the like? I, I can't remember the last time me and Stephen have actually hung out and done anything, or even yeah. any of us really as the band. Of course, we're friends and stuff like that, and we're definitely going to get some time away. Like we kind of have to. I mean, like we love each other, but we're fucking sick of each other. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I feel like we want to. You know, because it's a long time off as well, and it'd be nice to just be away from like. Don't know, the band's important. We love what we do, but we're also friends at the end of the day, and yeah. I don't think we've really gotten a chance to kind of just be just that yeah just, could just do fuck all yeah literally just do <laughs> absolutely fucking nothing and have a few beers or have a do yeah. whatever just enjoy ourselves but now six weeks man it'll be good to recenter, hug our families spend yeah. time with them and just fucking enjoy ourselves really just do whatever we feel really which is kind of something that's going to be unknown yeah for a little while. like we're going to wake up and be like not to know what to do with ourselves yeah. like i haven't been back home in perth since start of august oh wow um yeah because like I, I spend like after the last 13 weeks that was the last leg of touring i stayed in the u.s and a girlfriend over there and then straight to london or portsmouth for pre-production and then started this one so it's been it's going to be almost five months since the time until the time i get back home so it's just yeah it's been ages so i haven't seen like all my friends back there it's almost been half a year everyone's got a beard yeah yeah Yeah. literally everyone's got money oh my god Amazing! <laughs> Everyone's gonna have money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's you know working their jobs and like you're well, doing the thing, yeah, and I come back and then you know and like you know things have changed. Like all my like literally like my entire all my brothers we got like new jobs and everything yeah. like that. And I'm like oh my god, like everything's like changing. Yeah, you know my brothers like moved out of like the home and everything's like so nuts and I'm gonna yeah. get back and it's all different the one good thing is my home's been uh, refurnished nice. so, which is gonna be nice Ten, to have, have, back have, have renovations so I'm going nice. back to like a bloody suite you're gonna wake up and think you're in like a hotel and yeah, have exactly. these fucking midnight well, panics well basically is at this point in time yeah it, true it's like, it's like the air like literally my folks call my room the Airbnb so it's like whenever my brother's home like he'll yeah, sleep in that room then I'll say it's just like the Airbnb for like the little amount of weeks that nice. we're back for before we shoot no, out Airbnb's again Airbnb's gonna keep you on the laundry duty though you're, oh, not, gonna, you're no. not gonna get away with it you that know, easy I'm gonna be though. stoked to do laundry duty because yeah, you know how hard it is to do laundry oh, out here fuck, it's man. ridiculous yeah. no. when you're in a new city every day so people I'm, listen to this kids who listen to this don't realise like dude yeah. oh, no idea. have to do laundry, do your laundry like, kids. I'm fucking I'm, appreciate a washing machine when you have it and a dryer actually I think the dryer is the most important because yeah, you have a washing machine because nah, if you wash it you're wet and it smells fucking worse yeah. oh, oh, and if you don't have the dryer always check that there's a dryer before you do your washing that is the number one thing I've been fresh out of panties for like two days oh <laughs> dude I've, I've used all my train. lacy ones I've used all my all my comfortable just got the, ones just got the ones and I've just I've just got I've just got the jock strap left man like, and that is far from fucking comfortable man like I feel like I'm in I've got two wedgies front and back <laughs> not fucking having any fun at all though <laughs> Oh. We'll change that today. I'm gonna oh. go out and get some nice. I'm gonna treat myself to some nice lacy underwear <laughs> yeah. and dress up a bit. Nice. You know, so. yeah, that's true though. I don't think you know, people don't realize that you have that kind of 
Oh, mate. Problems on, on the road. Like, what do you even do? Like, how do you, you just pack don't. them up? Well, sometimes I mean, venues have them, like washing okay, machines yeah, and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. We but only we have one this tour. I've done one wash yeah, this entire tour. I haven't tour. done any. And it's like, you just got to be- These jeans are fucked. It is, it is strategic. Like, it is- And like, we, the only clothes that we have is what fits in our hand luggage. Yeah, our carry-on. Like, our, oh. our, our carry-on onto the plane. So we don't even get a big one. We have to fit it in the little carry-on suitcase yeah. because all of our gear is like what goes in because we have to fly everywhere because Literally. we live so- far away and so it's gonna be strategic yeah you do it's like will I get it's like how sweaty will my socks get can I wear them tomorrow yeah literally (laughs) I'm like if I change my underwear now I know I'm not gonna have any left by the end of the tour so it's like you gotta strategize and yeah like yeah and then when there's a washing machine everyone's like diving in it's just (laughs) like yeah no shit if you don't get in you're fucked you can't dibs until you see it (laughs) literally you don't make dibs rules I think like any argument which is pretty rare for us would be (laughs) over a fucking laundry thing like there's no question it's just because it's such a game changer just having clean clothes but then but then the worst thing is some and like the if there's no dryer you're screwed yeah because then yeah. it's all it's you like you wash them thinking yes this is the day and then you get them out, you're like right dry yeah oh, oh, smelly washing yeah, 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 yeah it's fucking awful <laughs> literally because like like I'll, I'm usually the one who is at the airport with like seven jackets and like eight layers of fucking clothing because I'm an idiot mm. and I'll bring like too much clothing and I'll bring too much of what I don't need so I'll bring like no underwear no socks <laughs> and I'll buy clothes when I'm away but this time I brought 17 pairs of underwear and like heaps of socks and I still fucking ran out and I'm like, <laughs> like and that's like because we haven't what we've done no washing and shit so it's just like yeah, yeah it's, it's the little things it really is oh, yeah, wow. at this point yeah, when you said that, I can just imagine like the whole tour just getting so excited that someone's found the washing machine or something. Oh, like, oh dude. dude, it's a buzz. You, have you can no feel the electricity idea, in the air. <laughs> Literally. Gone are the 80s days of cocaine and strippers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, now we just long for a wash basket. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Shirtless leather jackets and smelling that <laughs> That's out. All gone. Oh, uh, it's yeah, all gone. gone washing machine. Woo! Literally. Yeah. Nothing but more rock and roll than a washing machine. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll, man. Washer and dryer. Oh, the <laughs> day that we get big enough to have that on the rider. Oh, oh. The dream. The Imagine dream. Imagine turning up to every gig, pop off the front of a flight case, washing oh. machine. Your own portable one. <laughs> yes! Oh, that is oh. revolutionary. Scenario. Oh, no, that's not a bad idea. That up and down the stairs somewhere. Well, when you get big enough, it's not you. Oh, okay, true. Okay, so fair. Someone yeah. is paid to carry that up and down yeah. the stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And they're not the heaviest things because they're hollow. <laughs> you're they're hollow. <laughs> but if you get handles on it, it wouldn't be too yeah. bad either, so. <laughs> a portable washing machine. No, we've got to think about this, though. <laughs> this is some fucking this is serious the important shit. Fuck off the music. Fuck off the tour. Handles for washing machines and dryers on tour. I can guarantee it. It's a new thing. It'd be so good. Yeah, we used to have a flight case with like a TV and a, like an Xbox and stuff in it. You could definitely get like a washing That's machine. That's definitely what I'm doing on the six oh. weeks off too. I'm making a little <laughs> yeah. console. Get the DIY going, mate. Yeah, dude. Imagine how he turns up after six weeks. Boys, look what I found. Oh, yeah. Fucking speaking of DIY, actually, like the tour has gotten that intense. Like I was fresh out of pants, but I had one pair of pants that were clean. I didn't want all tour. And I was like, yes, I'm ready to fucking wear these pants. I love these pants. Pants. And they're like my leather pants, and I wear them on stage, and they fucking rip all the way down. Oh. And everyone's like, "Oh, these pants are I'm ruined, man! Them. They're about to fucking split. You can't wear them again." I'm like, oh, "Fuck this!" So I like I gaffer taped my pants back together wow. and wore them at the next show, and it fucking worked. But I forgot to realize that like 
not only can, can't sweat get through, mm. but like as I'm moving around, the gaffer tape's gone through the hole, so I'm getting my leg hair ripped oh! out during the set as well. Oh and now the pants are completely fucked. The inside looks like Chewbacca's face. And it's just <laughs> like, that's fucking brutal, man. <laughs> not a vibe. You should sell, yeah, you could sell our tape at the end of the gig. Oh, it's funny. Gosh. Someone actually, like, Ollie, Ollie, our tour manager, was like, maybe you could sell these pants. I was like, I don't think I could wish that upon anybody. <laughs> yeah. These pants. You'd be surprised, man. People will buy anything. Uh, I think yeah. that's the worrying thing. If yeah. people were going to buy it, I'd rather I'd be I'll be in denial about that fact. I'll just hold on to them, frame them. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What I found with um, having time off, like the six weeks you've got now, like I know you haven't had it time off for ages, but I found after like about if I did have six weeks off, after about three weeks, I'd go. I was starting to go a bit mad because yeah. my f- all my friends would be in their day jobs so yeah. there'd be like literally nothing to do and in the night they just want to chill out because they got work again oh, and dude. yeah literally so that's what I, yeah that was uh, a t- tough a it's gonna be me after three days yeah. <laughs> we're lucky we've gone into a good time of the year so yeah. the Christmas, Christmas season time Christmas break New Year's so yeah, that's true. a bunch of people are on breaks uh, down yeah, there exactly. so be nice. Damn, Damn you love your lucky schedules. The summer, no the yeah. Christmas, summer, oh, summer, Christmas. Oosh. Yeah, nice honestly, warm, very lucky. Beaches. We've picked a good time to have a break. But before yeah. you know it, we might be on three days in the break. Like, all right, boys, we're about to fucking tour. Yeah, okay, yeah. All right, hey, boys, Green Day of cold. Oh, oh, oh shit! shit. Yeah. Nah, I've got to turn it down, boys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you fancy doing this hella meg? No, oh, I can't. Look, I've got to do some washing first. Yeah, yeah. literally. Let it's like, oh, I guess we'll have to choose four live way to do yeah, it. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. I've got to I've got to fix my pants. <laughs> Damn you, Pete. Yeah. Damn you, Pete, in your clean clothes. Right? Yeah. 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 Washing machine with handles. Has, has a washing machine with handles. Okay, man. <laughs> they bung too. But yeah. apart from washing machines, what's the most prestigious item you've ever encountered backstage or at a venue? Oh. I, I, like, oh my god like, need, yes this is what we wanted this is what we've needed I love the coffee machine in the bus yeah. it is a godsend being able to wake up and just have a coffee whenever you want it's, it's like do I have a coffee now no wait a bit and then I'll have a coffee later and then when the, like, like it's not today but when the bus is like parked outside the venue just go get a coffee. It's right it's there. Out. It's yeah. right there. And it's good. You have the oatly milk with it. It's just mm. like a barista made latte, basically. Nice. It's, it's like a dream. Starbucks on wheels. Oh, better. Yeah. Even better. We don't, we don't, we don't, as Australians, we don't talk about Starbucks. Oh, okay. Is it about Coffee's thing? better in Australia. Coffee's better. Everyone's a barista and shit. So, oh, yeah. Nice. You don't have Starbucks oh, nice. where we're from. Yeah. Unless it's over the East, but over like. Over East is some, but that, in like the Melbourne coffee is like the best coffee in the world. Like Sam, our guitarist, lives there and he's a very lucky person. We only get to go there when we're like touring. And then the coffee there is just the smoothest coffee you can ever imagine. It's so well, good. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I love a coffee. Yeah. yeah. I do love a good coffee. What's I was going to say? Oh, I used to love um, every time you be in a venue like this, the showers. If you've got a Triton shower, that's normally Triton a, a shower. Triton. Look out for that it's name. Sign. Yeah. T8 is the one. Ah. <laughs> yeah. I've toured enough around here to know. Yeah. That the Triton T8 or the T80. Oh, that's a great oh, shower. Fucking oh, hell. Wow. I'm going to have to get that brand. I'm going to get that down. Shower is something that we really need to start yeah, picking up on. We're picky about everything else, but I think, we've, I think we've been picky about the wrong things here. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm. 
No, but going back to the record, sure. as we kind of got lost. Well, in it, yeah, I guess we kind of got to talk about well, it at some I mean, point, right? Haley would be upset if we didn't. Oh, so no, yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry, yeah, that's true. Yeah, sorry, Haley. Oh yeah, she's gonna hear some things. Oh fuck, sorry, Haley. No, but as you mentioned, it's had a great reaction and everything so far and everything. You've already started towards new music but what would you say have you been surprised about reaction to certain songs that you maybe thought wouldn't have being a fan favourite that, that have been you thought maybe oh that would just be an album mm. track but has actually become a standout in the like live performance I th- you go, you go, go for it. Yeah, mate. I think I think the ones that we always sort of knew which ones would be like the standouts of the live performance because they're based around the live set and that's something like really big that we did coming into like the tail end of writing the record. Like so, as Josh said before, there's like songs like Infamous, which we wrote three years ago when we never like when we were still in Perth, we never even written outside of Perth before, and then there's that was like half of the record was written and then half of it was written within literally the last month or two before the album was released so like that's like a very quick like you know change of everything and so you know like the previous ep and then half the record was written before we'd ever even toured before so it was like we didn't like we didn't really have an understanding what it was like to be a touring band and you know just playing like a whole lot of shows live like uh, until so in three days time or even two days time one two days time we're gonna have played 237 shows in the last 18 months wow so it's like that's like the end of this year's legs it's 137 shows this year and 100 shows last year and so like in that time you really like get to know like the live set what people engage you know engage with and what we enjoy playing and that's what we really put into you know the last you know five songs you know that we wrote off for the record you know ones like tongue-tied buying time state of mind were all written like right at the end Mm. because we wanted to have those songs that you know that we knew and felt that would just enhance that live show and that's exactly what in the future we're going to be bringing to every single song to make it just like you know as buzzing as we can nice yeah and i feel like you know we said that you so much hard work getting this record out and the time effort put into it and i feel like a lot of people feel oh the debut album's out now that's it they're gonna you know go up and blow up or whatever but i feel like this is actually where the hard work starts now because oh, you know you've you've built a foundation you've started and you've got something to follow up do you yeah. agree with that yeah 100 percent. and i'm like a big believer in the fact of like you know, band, if you want to have longevity, like we, we want to be in a band till, you know, well, forever. You know, that's that's the aim, right? And to to get to that point, I feel like you've got to you've got to have that slow build. You've got to kind of like connect with people. You've got to create relationships. You've got to progress in a way that feels organic to yourself. Because, like, I mean, this isn't the case for everyone, but I feel like majority of the time, if you fall, if you rise very quickly, you're going to fall very quickly. And I feel like when you have that slow progression, you look at bands like U2 and the Red Hot Chili Peppers and. Metallica and you know bands that are still very much relevant today and they're not like you know intense on social media or anything like that but they've created relationships with people and those people come and they still sell out stadiums you look at Rage Against the Machine who are just coming back and yeah. all of their shows are selling out and System of a Down who's going to be playing soon as well all those shows are going absolutely mental because they created a deep connection with people and they did that over a long period of time and obviously like if things happen like things 
blow up a certain way, whatever. But I think it's just you have to always carry yourself in that mindset as well that you're not the biggest band, you're not the biggest whatever. You're always got to be constantly learning. You've always got to be constantly growing, and you've yeah. always got to feel like you need to prove yourself to people and you need to connect with people and you need to actually but do that in a way that feels honest with yourself because as soon as you feel like kids are smart these days too you know you get information at your fingertips kids grow up so quick you've got phones you can google anything these days and get a degree from freaking google these days so as soon as you start pretending to be something you're not kids will pick up on that and then you're and you're done really yeah. so that's just the reality of it yeah. right if there's no audience there's no band i mean you can play music for as long as you want but if you want to do it for your entire life and make a career out of it you need people yep. really that's just the, the gist of it hmm. and we talked about uh, this very briefly when last time you spoke to a Reading festival but early on you guys have been able to work with some incredible names and some of your really musical heroes some people like John Feldman Pete Wentz Mark Hoppus Austin from uh, Five Seconds of Summer mm. how did all that really uh, come about because I'm sure those different experiences must have just opened your eyes to new ways of writing mm. and just how you can really work on a song yeah like that's the big thing like like literally that all sort of just came about when you know we went to work with John Feldman after sending him an email like well not after sending him an email after oh, six, six months yeah. six months yeah. before <laughs> we went and worked with him we sent him an email and he yeah. got back to us saying basically I don't like your music I think it can be a lot better so just keep on writing until this is when we're under a different band name and everything is like keep on writing until I think you're good enough to come work with me so we wrote him 30 songs and send that to like literally we locked ourselves in you know in a room and just like wrote ideas and then like he sometimes he wouldn't get back to us for like a month and then eventually after 30 songs sending it to him he's like okay i think we're gonna you know come in and and do this i'm like sick so we so we go there and we and we start writing with john and then he just invited his mates Pete, mark and everyone down to you know write which was you know really good for us because we never like before that we were writing like two half songs like a week and it was like you know very slow and we were really like grinding just to get something it was like in that point where you know we released two EPs under another band but those EPs took us like six months to to write like five songs and so it was like extremely slow and then that process trying to get there you know really like made us like kick it up a notch and then once we were there writing two songs a day with like people that you know that are like you know some like esteemed artists that have you know gotten like really you know big in their field but like with them writing two songs a day there it's like that, okay now we have to kick it up like 10 notches like we've got to like prove ourselves here and I think that was like the biggest part of it like you know taking you know us who have come from you know a place that's very isolated in Perth and only having done our own thing for a short period of time then getting thrown in the mix with people that you only ever see on like social media or on MTV or whatever it is and then you're in there with them it's like all right now now we've got to bring it so it was like that sense of having that motivation to like really push to extend yourself right at the beginning of our journey as a band I think that was like the most important thing that we gauged from that if that makes sense do you remember the first time John was like oh yeah my friend Mark's just popping around (laughs) or just how did he how did he break it to you they were coming around that's the thing he just said it he was like oh P. Wentz come around tomorrow so just (laughs) (laughs) don't be yourself (laughs) (laughs) well I remember like wear deodorant (laughs) yeah oh yeah 
remember like I remember like I think the day Pete came in he didn't even tell us he was coming he just kind of rocked up yeah. at that point I'm pretty sure because you were doing like keys in another room or oh, whatever, yeah, and then yeah. you were the first one to change your diaper afterwards pretty yeah. much it was <laughs> like that. Yeah. not bad just playing keys and all of a sudden that's not fuck that like one thing you realize like yeah there's a lot of names and stuff behind it but like at the end of the day like you've always got to keep true to what you want to do and i yeah. feel like what we learned from all those people is that you got to gain your own individual perspective because like they they all had their own journey yeah and their own reason to fall into music as well so you've got to keep authentic to yourself which is a priority as well and each session we learned something different and each session we got our own piece of advice from that which we carry into our own sessions moving awesome. forward so yeah, that's a fantastic way to do it. Um, yeah, well, my thing was, like, how do you guys, like, for this, the next record now, how do you think you will go about writing? Will, like, one of you come up with, like, a full song idea, or does some of you come with, like, guitar parts, or just drum ideas, or... I think it'll be well, a yeah. bit of everything, bit really. Of everything, yeah, yeah. Like, I think, like, Stevie will come with ideas, and Sam will come with riffs, and Lyndon will come with beats, and Sam I'll come with... Sam's been writing, like, three riffs a day for this entire tour. Like, yeah, bloody exactly. hell, the man's on fire. <laughs> it's, just, it's just been going, 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 which is, like, sick, just getting awesome. Awesome. But I think, like, the main thing we want to approach differently with this record is focus on what we're individually really good at, but also just focus on us four. Like... Honestly, I don't really want anyone else involved in the writing process besides the producer. Cool. Just to kind of moving forward in yeah. like a, in a in a sense of what we can do. I mean, obviously we'll see what happens afterwards, but I think we need the chance to kind of <clears throat> just have us four in a room or us nice. four in separate places and just having those perspectives because I feel like we've got a lot in us that we need to say and do and express or play and whatever. Yeah. And I feel like we this next record is going to be the one to look out for definitely. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, no, that's great to hear. And on some aspect, because yeah, obviously you know, those names, and as you mentioned, you've learned some great things from them, but do you think now we've got the records out and people are seeing that you've been able to work with those artists that people have like the wrong stigma or something towards it if you have any neg negativity from from the fact that you've been working with other artists because it seems that it's something that there is a, a stigma yeah. about for some reason I wouldn't say like negativity but one thing like was well, so, you know, when, when people say like you, you sound like this or you sound like that which is fine people get that perspective of it but I feel like that you can't really help that people have their own perspective yeah. of music and you know whether you consciously or subconsciously do it or not you're going to sound like your influences yeah. somewhat but you know <clears throat> I wouldn't say I wouldn't, I wouldn't say neg I think negativity might be the wrong word to kind of describe it but one thing I am tired of hearing is panic at the disco you sound yeah. like that just in all honesty mm -hmm. and I feel like that's one thing we're kind of going to grow out of in that sort of sense because we're mature writers and we're mature people mature musicians and at the core of it you watch our live set I feel like we lean towards more of a rock side yeah. more than anything and like don't get me wrong it's not like it's a negative thing people have their perspective and it, honestly it's a great compliment for us as a band yeah. panic at the disco are huge and they are an influence of what we've done but they're not the fame yeah. you know and that's going to be what moves forward I think awesome. yeah. I think like you know just like following up on what Josh has said I think if you look at you know if you look at the album and then you look at like the song credits like you know on Spotify there's only one song in there with the people you know all the like esteemed names that we've worked with yeah. the Summer is a Curse is the only one from those sessions that we're on so and like we get it all like we do get it all the time where it's like oh what was it like working with these people and these people and everything like that and then it's like but if you look at the album like the fame's music is you know it's it's less that like those are good great sessions and like fuck we learned a lot and it was bloody gnarly just being able to do that but like you know as as we grow and as like the time progresses it's like we take what we learned there and like that was just one session yeah. like that's it we were like you know the blokes were there for like 
an hour and a half gave us some words of wisdom started writing a song like most of the time the song wasn't even finished like we'd start writing it and then they'd go sometimes it was just a conversation yeah and then we'd go like go from there and so like you know we learned like heaps from there was like a great thing to be able to know that the music world is so small that you know everyone basically hears everything and that's it but if you look at the album now it's like it's like it's the, it's the fame's turn to start yeah. getting yeah. the music out there instead of the uh, the Mark Hopper's proteges or the the, <laughs> the, the, the Pete Wentz love trials. You know what I mean? So it's like it's less of not it's like less of that, like and more in the sense that you know if you look at the songs that we've released in the album, the only one of like only one of the songs from the sessions that we get asked about yeah. in about 97.5% of interviews <laughs> is actually on yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then album two will pretty much just be yeah. us. Good. Yeah. I like that attitude. It's yeah. good. It's yeah, very, very good. Looking forward to seeing what you come up with next. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mate. So, so are we. we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are we. Honestly, it's going to be interesting. Now, is there anything you've been listening to over the last year, six months that would possibly inspire yeah, to the next record. I've been oh man, I've been listening to nothing but thieves like nonstop for the last like six months, and I've been really getting to the new Foles record. Like the part two is four, sick. It's really cool, and just like just a bunch of stuff, you know, musically. 1975's new record's dope. It's lots of cool stuff. Lots of cool stuff. Nice. Um, honestly, I kind of put my head in like a lot of different perspectives. Like recently. For some reason, I've been really, really into David Bowie. I don't know why. Very strangely. Honestly, I've never actually, in all honesty, never really actually listened before. And I was, I was, I, for some reason, I was just like, I saw an article about it and I was quite interested. I was listening to someone who did, um, he did the jazz guitar for Just Dance and how that song kind of came together. I was listening to a podcast about it, funnily enough. And um, kind of really just started weaving my way into finding out how he worked and kind of how he presented himself and then through that I've kind of been really into like the Chuck Berries and all that sort of stuff as well kind of finding like the, the birthplace of where all this sort of stuff started because I found that like, Elvis funnily enough wrote none of his songs Chuck Berry wrote all of his songs and I found that was a really interesting fact and I wanted to kind of put myself in them more but yeah, aside from that I always listen to Red Hot Chili Peppers the, and the new Slipknot record I love love that and um, on top of that, I've been kind of weirdly into... Oh, I forget his name. Um, shit, what's his name? Travis Scott. Nice. Weird. Just, I just like... I don't, I don't, I'm not necessarily the songs, but his structures are really cool. I yeah. feel like the way he produces songs out is really, really intriguing. Like, it doesn't, doesn't matter what kind of musical mind you have, no one is doing what he does, you know, and I find that really interesting. It's a good festival lineup. David Bowie, Slipknot, <laughs> and Travis Scott. Would probably be uh, fucking uh, huge. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they'd all probably fight over it. Holy That'd shit. Amazing. Yeah, literally. Man. Cool. No, that's interesting to hear that you've kind of gone back and listen to some older artists as well as, as as new ones and stuff and just discovering like little bits about them that you can take into your own yeah. information and stuff. I think it was just interesting because like I like to look at like poetry and authors and writers a lot and I'd like to find out you know why is William Blake so relevant to now just the same as like David Bowie and it's just kind of finding it because it's not just like the songs it's also how they carry themselves it's also how they interact with people again with like relationships but they developed a relationship with the world in such a unique way and I'd like to know or just have like kind of a, like you know also like Freddie Mercury as well he is such an icon and it's because of not just the songs it's because of the whole scope of their journey as a band as well which was really really interesting so yeah cool very cool yeah um, mm. a bit of a random question I did want to ask love random questions oh, here we go. Um, 
I did notice that one of your songs was actually on the advertising campaign worldwide for <laughs> Coke Zero. Oh, uh, yeah. Really? No, did you see well, the ad or did you... Uh, yeah, I've seen a bit of it and I noticed it and That's I did fun. a little bit of research and, you know, seeing that it was worldwide and stuff. Yeah. Was that just something... Is that just something you just get told, oh, by the way, this is going to feature on this or... Well, I no. mean, like That's a- the cover, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that, that cover was actually just done for the Cocan. So they came to us and they were like... Can you whilst like, on tour? Well, whilst on tour, whilst on tour, no, not okay, just us. Actually, they went to they went to a bunch of bands, and we were one of them lucky enough, yeah, to do that. And this is like right at the start of our journey. Like this, we are two weeks this into like our first tour. ever tour. We're on tour, sleeping with sirens. So two or three weeks into ever touring ever, and they're like, where you have two days if you want to get this to to make that happen. I'm like, oh shit. Just probably give this a, give this a whirl and then ended up happening so it was like not bad so do you get <laughs> no not bad at all did you get free drinks for life now or anything like that? I don't even drink coke man oh. I don't even drink cool drink oh yeah I haven't had a cool no, drink Stephen, in like three years no Stephen we drink it all the I time mean, I mean, and it's an incredible product you know, the fuel of tour <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> literally what fuels yeah just so we can cut this bit in what fuels the fame on tour oh, what fuck. fuels the fame on tour Coke Coca-Cola <laughs> or Coke Zero Zero Specifically oh, That's so good I don't even drink it nah. It's the It's the fill of the It's such a Rick James it's thing It's so funny Coke Zero Zero worries Zero worries Oh fuck The slogans I said No just I just saw it So I was just wondering What you know What the backstory about that is Because Yeah that was a Bit of a journey in its own Yeah Cool Yeah Are we done Sweet Cover up no more random Unless you have a question for us. Oh, oh shit! Wow. What, what, so when you first heard of us, what was your first impression? Wanker. Honestly, um, trying to. Th- I remember it was before one of the slam dunk festivals yeah, you guys played. I and I checked you out, and I went to see you live, and I really enjoyed it. Like, what was the? Th- I can't remember what the song was. Ailey sent me a video of you guys playing, and I said, "Check." He said, "They're going to be huge." Ooh, and I wow. checked out and I went, oh, yeah, they are, yeah. Very <laughs> <laughs> funny. I will yeah. say, correct, correct. Ailey. Yeah. <laughs> she's awesome, Ailey, though. Yeah, oh, we love Ailey Conley. Big love yeah. to her. She's a queen. She loves getting mentioned on this as well. Yeah. She, yeah, she, she does, does a, a lot. lot. Yeah. She should be a guest one week, I reckon. I very much like that. That's actually on. a good idea. She, yeah. She's that that the, just merged the new business yeah. together. People so. listen to this. Because that's the thing, we don't want to limit it to just bands like yeah, we have comedians on. We've had like rest, WWE wrestlers and stuff on. Yeah. Not bad. So yeah, we, we just want everybody from different walks of life. So I'm, I'm sure Hayley's got some stories too. Oh, yeah, she's she's looked after some bands who oh. turned out to be yeah, way past exactly. like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, us. No, no us. we're not too <laughs> we're not too bad. The Black Edge had a good go with. Um, yeah, that'd be good though. It yeah, would be good. Cool. Um, just trying to think if there's anything else now. All right, I got, I got another one. Oh, go for it. If there was, so that we got asked this in a meet and greet the other day. So, like, if there was something that you guys wish you could be asked about the podcast, what would it be? Would they like more money for doing it? <laughs> the and the answer is yes. yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's a good you one. You asked about the po- like an origin story or like a. Mm-hmm. Like if the tables were to be turned, we're the interviewers. Yeah, like not that we have like the brain capacity to like. <laughs> Hello. <so. laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah, we're on the receiving end. We just <laughs> yeah. regurgitate, but like yeah. you know, to be on the the creative end, if like 
if there was something that you guys wanted the people to know Ooh. about what you do, like the interesting parts of of doing I, the podcast, I think it's like more the crazy the, stories, or more the hard work behind it. Yeah, I think it's more people don't realize the behind how much time and effort we spend on it behind the scenes yeah, maybe yeah. and the, all the stress that oh that don't comes talk with to it. me about the fucking stress that comes with this <laughs> uh, travelling drives me mental yeah, and then, I gotta drive every, oh. and, anyway, and editing oh, and planning and social media and mm. everything else and then editing and logistics and, and, just, stuff yeah, like, yeah, and then yeah. working out dates and schedules and but we, we love it though oh yeah we, we love, love it, it. Yeah, it's the, good. yeah the easiest bit has probably been the bands to be honest like yeah. you pro- pro- people probably think that you know we probably get bands who are nightmares or whatever but no we've been lucky enough we've we been lucky had yeah we've had maybe one, yeah, one, one interview that was a bit yeah yeah, yeah oh, we didn't use bad. it yeah but um, well we used a snippet of it oh yeah but, but we didn't and, use much of it yeah um, but, um, yeah but, no it's just been a good experience yeah, yeah. it's been a good experience it's made me well, basically what happened was we started this because five years ago I was in a band called The Blackout we played our last shows and then to me it just felt like because we we had finished to me music had finished i was mm. just like i want no part in this anymore i just yeah. want to go home but then after a while i was like well i've been lucky enough to meet some really cool people who i'm lucky enough to call friends who will come on and do something like this yeah. and i i just like i i got stored like morgan's a journalist mm. as well so i met him when i was in the band or whatever and then yeah, we just want to get other people's stories out there and yeah. the behind the scenes because yeah, because I, I, you know we were joking about like the washing machines and stuff, but literally that's tour life. It and is, people, isn't it? people do not realize that nope. people yeah. think it's all the glitz and glamour, sparkly lights and everything, they say but the not show uh, and think that's it. Oh, what we got to drive eight hours to Glasgow now if we and oh, there's no food or drink for that. T- okay, yeah. oh, we're not stopping. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's no like you get people going. Oh, I'm not coming to see you. You're uh, you live out. Uh, oh. You play an half hour away from my house. You're like, oh, cool. Yeah. I'm over <laughs> oceans away from my yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you could do half hour. Come on. Literally. Yeah. Oh, you're playing Cardiff and not Bristol? Oh. And, oh, my God. Tri- no, it's 50 minutes on the train. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, thank you yes. very, very thank much for doing this. No, thank you so much. It's been awesome. Like we the, appreciate uh, it, man. The switch at the end as well. That was yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. But the good old yeah. switcheroo. Good old 180. Yeah, looking forward again. Looking forward to seeing what comes next. Really being enjoying the album. Excited for the show tonight. And Thanks, man. yeah, we'll have to do it again next time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're always ready to do it for us. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, never. Perhaps, switch it. Yeah. Perhaps next time we'll be talking to Mark Opus and he'll be like, "Yo, check on my friend." <laughs> oh, you know the fame, the biggest fan in the world. And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the podcast. Yeah, they've been on my podcast. Yeah, they interviewed us. Like, oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> We hopefully we yeah. switch around now, but cool. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers. I appreciate it. Yeah. Fucking spot on, mate. Spot on. I bloody love Australians, you right? Do. I love Australians anyway, right? When it turns out they're super nice, I love mm-hmm. them even more, right? Correct. Yeah. When it turns out they're going to be one of the biggest bands of 2020, 2021, 2022 and moving forward. That's even fucking better. What a lovely, lovely conversation with some lovely, lovely lads in a fantastic band. 
Thank you very much to the boys in the fame. Yeah, it was just a great chat. I feel we just got into that room and we all just had a general conversation like we'd known each other for years and had a laugh about the littlest things imaginable. Yeah. Uh, I had to pull it back to the music, you know, of course, because they do Ooh. have an album to promote. Ooh. But they, you know, they've got to yeah. push this album. Well, I know. I but know. If you I haven't know. listened to this album... the band wants to do that. No, like, I, I know. I it's know. about four people in the music industry who are like, I, want, I can't wait to talk about my album. Everybody else is like, oh, do I have to? The amount of times I went on Radio 1, right, and they went, oh, we're going to play a single higher and higher next and I'd be like do we have to can we play <laughs> can we play Faith by Limp Bizkit? and they'd be like well, if you want but you, you and I'm like but I don't no, I've, I've heard it like yeah it's true you have yeah um, um, but yeah it was stupid that's probably why my band is no longer but <laughs> should have promoted better chose other people's songs when I should have been playing my songs to millions of people on the radio mm. but again thank you very much for the fame yes I great. genuinely think 2020 is going to be a massive massive fucking year from so yeah, I've really I swore that's how excited Ooh. I was from. calm down Sorry. I know you're excited. I am Calm excited. down, right? It's the coffee. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, well, I'm ex- I've really enjoyed the record and I'm excited to see what comes next from um They're going to be returning to the UK in May for Slam Dunk Festival as well. Yeah. And hopefully we'll be catching up again with them very, very soon. Yes, hopefully. Thank you again Sweet. to them and Hayley Connolly. Yes. Love you, Hayley. Please yes. come on the podcast. Yes, we'd like that very much. Tell us much. all your deep, dark secrets. No, you don't want to. No, not hers, but about bands. Oh, Because okay. she knows yeah. some... Oh, she knows some shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, she... Um, yeah, she told us some insides... No, I've said too much. Uh, <laughs> carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on. Sorry. So if you've enjoyed this episode... Yes, I then have. Okay, well, what you can do, Sean, you can open up your phone. Yep. You can go to Twitter and or Instagram. Yep. You can type in SapninPod. Do you want to spell that? Yep. It's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-P-O-D. Oh, no, okay. no, it's not. It's at S-A-P-P-E-N-I-N-P-O-D. Okay, then what you do then yep. is you press, make sure you're following. So you press that follow button to make sure you're following. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Then you Follows go- me too. Okay, then yeah. you go back. You like everything we ever post. You retweet it. I do. I don't Comments, yeah. Yeah. all that. And yeah. if you've got any questions or anything or things you'd like to see in 2020, whatever News. you want from the podcast. Oh, podcast. Th- oh, yeah. yeah, that's my that's my only fans. Right. Um, then that's w- where you can do it. Oh, cheers. Cool. So wow. to you know, sum that up, yeah. that's happening part on Instagram and Twitter and tell us what you want to see in 2020. Nice. What do you want to see from this podcast in 2020? Um... What do I want to see from this podcast? Uh, I'm just getting more people's stories out there, like more interesting. Like I think, I genuinely think the one we did a couple of weeks back with Stu Richardson of No Devotion and formerly of Lost Profits was such an eye opener for everybody outside of our circle. Like when we recorded it, I didn't expect to have the outpouring of... Well, I kind of did expect it, but I also think because it's our circle, yeah. I wasn't expecting it to be so big. No, I, I, but, I, but I agree with you. it's a thing, and it was nice to get some... Uh, to get, you know, the other side of Lost Profits out there to people because people don't realise. Yeah, I was quite um, nervous before that episode came out because I thought there was a great story there and like still really opened up himself to us, so I just wanted it to do you know, justice and stuff. Yeah, it was good. Um... So yeah, just more stories and more interesting things that people don't know much about okay. or uh, want to know more about that we can somehow let them into the world of music, rock, TV, comedy. And yeah, things. I'd like to get, uh, every now and again now for us to maybe open up and get a bit more guests outside of the like immediate music yes. scene. I'd like a UFC fighter. So would I. Some wrestlers, some drag race superstars. Oh, I love people. Oh, the big fast cars that go really fast in a straight line. Yeah. 
Do you know it's about RuPaul? No. He drives a really fast car. Is he fucking good? Yeah. He's <laughs> really good, yeah. What colour is his car? Oh, he's got a multiple. Have you? Yeah. Pink like. You got a pink car? Probably. Fucking right. Imagine so. To go like, go like fuck? <laughs> Did he shift in that pink car or what? Don't go with um, it's hard to make it anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, people from all walks of life, yeah, literally wrestlers. I want some comedians on, I want um, artists, booking agents, yeah, uh, managers of bands, people who work for the press, editors of magazines, um, yes, yeah, techs, so guitar techs, drum oh, techs. Yeah, we true. should do everything, yeah, we, we, yeah. Will, and let, we will. Let us know what you would like yes, at Sapling Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Remember to tag them. Uh, in all the posts as well so they can see it and it makes it easier for us to organise yes I saw that Ailey Williams is releasing new music in 2020 on her own and straight away someone <laughs> tapped us and said get her on it and I was like yeah, yeah. it's for you gotta tell her on us we want them so yeah please tag any artist you'd like um, to come on cheers cool um, so some other things some demands I'm making for 2020 oh, for fucks at you we um, go. we've recorded the Eagles landed carry on we've bye. recorded all of 2019, we've recorded a podcast in many different scenarios, right? So we're backstage at festivals, we did it in a car, we've done it in your house, we've done it in other people's houses. We've Are that orgy? Oh, no, we didn't. No, shh, that, that's not released. Fuck. I want to, I know this is a bit optimistic, right? Yeah. Record an episode <laughs> on a plane. Why? <laughs> just cause, first just off. Just because we can. Yeah, first if we off, can. Why? What different? What difference is it going to make? I think it'd be cool just to do it. It's happening, guys. <laughs> All right, welcome to episode sixty. No guests this week because me and Morgan are in a plane. As you can hear from the podcast, we're on a plane. It's pointless, Morgan. I know it's pointless, but if what I'm trying to say, if I thought we were on a boat, if, if, then at least we could be on one of the boat festival okay, things. Okay, a boat is probably better. But I was thinking if like Kanye West or someone wants to take us on his private jet. Oh, I Kanye West really wants to take us on a private jet to record a podcast. You know, I'm putting it into the universe, Sean. Guess I'm putting real that, dreams. I'm putting that. Guess thought, real dreams. I'm putting that thought out into the universe and see what ha- what's that going to happen. Jesus Christ! I want to do a podcast <laughs> on this. <laughs> All the things you could have said. Hey, well, the podcast and playing. It's going to make no difference to the podcast, <laughs> is it? <laughs> no. For just for if Kanye West is listening, then we will come on his private jet. Oh, well, Kim listens. I don't think Kanye will sort it out, though. He's but got think, really right, Think, of, well, all, think of all the people who have planes. Bruce Dickinson, Iron Maiden. We can go him on a plane. What, what about interviewing him? <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, I'm not going to go on. You're just going to make fun of my, my yep, list. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's stupid. Okay, yep, sorry. On a plane. <laughs> sorry. If you've enjoyed this rambling so, conversation, how have you enjoyed it? That's the question. This idiot wants to. His goal, his absolute goal for 2020 is to record a podcast on a plane, right? For you guys, right? <laughs> you guys wouldn't. Do you know what? This one is on a plane. We're on a plane right now because it makes no difference because they can't fucking see it anymore. It doesn't matter to them where we do it. We've done some of these in a car before now. And now we're in a plane. <laughs> I'd like to do this on a submarine or a UFO this year. Right, okay, Tom DeLong can take us on a UFO. Yes, Tom. Right, that's, yes. Sorry, that's now the dream for 2020. Right. But if you have enjoyed this, our rambles, any of the conversations we've had with your favourite bands, or anything, please check out uh, uh, check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash Sapnin. Uh, get involved with the community. Everything completely that comes from that goes back to making this podcast bigger and better and not for me buying a private jet. No, but he is 
open to ride a private jet. Um, yes, cool. Thank you very much if you've got this far. I don't know how you've got this far. Um, but yeah, speaking of Patreon, yes, there's people we need to thank. Yes, there is. So if you look at the description of this episode, again, please do, because I take a lot of time to write it. It does. There's loads of names in there that we say thank you to, but we've got to give a massive shout out to the elite members of our Patreon page, and they are as follows. Thank you very much to the wonderful Dana Lasnava, Kylie Wheeler, Mitch Merry Petty Christmas, Samantha Spray, John Price, Amadino Barno, Emma Barber, Liam Connolly, Kelly Happy Birthday Sean Young, Nathan Crowshaw, James Oakley did a Dirty protest in his hotel room in Bristol. Kelly Irwin, Scarlett Charlton, Janelle Caston, Drew Styles, Laws, Nessa Smith, Katie Patak, Jenny Snap, Sappy New Year Munster. Hey, hey, she's got it. Amy Campion, Emily Senegals, Lucy Diaz, Martina McManus, Caden Den Hudson, Erin Howard, John and Emma, James Oaktree. Just changed his name from Oakley to Oaktree. Wild. Kieran Lewis, I saw him in Cardiff in town earlier walking with a lady. Marcy Jacobson, Mike Cunningham, Miss Shani Maya. Alexandra Boxel Anderson the first. <laughs> <laughs> Sharif Howard did it at the Dali Wally. That's not a joke. Patrick Anthony Wakefield Newbury, Michael Engler, Lydia Henderson, Livy Cropper, Kelly Emma Cannon, Amy Thomas, the OG, the OG Chester Draws. <laughs> Scott Jones, Stuart McNaught, Jamie Blower, Tony Michael, Jenny Robson, Craig Harris, Jordan Burchard, Lawrence, no surname, Kate Stevenson, Ryan Woodman, Becky the Elf, what's it? <laughs> Becky the Elf, what's your favourite colour? <laughs> Sarah James, and last but not least, the lovely Jodie Shannon. Yeah. Thank you very much to those people. We love you very, very much, and think you are absolutely fabulous. We do. Um, that's hell of a list now. Yeah. The names are incredible. I, I think we might have to start trimming, ad- not trimming it down, I don't mean killing the people. No, I mean, no, no, no. Maybe limiting. Look, last week we were on about murdering. We're not going to murder our patrons. We're going to murder people other that don't p- become patrons. Oh, other people's patrons. Like, no. we go to find Matt Stocks, go to his life in the Stocks Patreon, find out who's getting involved and then kill them. We could steal them. Tell what we could do. We could set Patreon our wars. Patreons on to... What, Patreon Wars? This is a cult. <laughs> Yeah. So this is the only cult that matters. I'm feeling very Charles Manson here at the moment. What can we make them do? Anyway, hey. thank you very much to all those people who are part of the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash sapnin. It's not a cult. But it if, is. If the police ask. Okay. But it's not if you're a policeman or woman. It, no, yes, definitely not. Wait a we've got some people in the Patreon are actually police uh, officers. Yeah. He's in and out, technically. So, so he's in it's an inside job, in isn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Ah, Mark, nice one. <laughs> Technically, the new Freemason Sapling Podcast. So, uh, yeah, Sapling Podcast um, loves you very, very much. And uh, yes, do we have anything more to say before we, we leave? We need a word of the week to let, n- so bugger. they can let us know that we've they've got this far. I don't know how they would have because this is being a right right. Here ramble. we go then. Um, hashtag, I can't believe I got this far. Because I can't believe you got this far because we've rambled more than ever today. I think probably it's been very funny though. And, I've enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Yes. Um, let's hope we get to do one of these on a plane. I, do you know, I, I had, I had, that was going to be the funny one on my list, but it doesn't matter now. I'm not that, my ego's not that bad. Come on. <laughs> Just uh, stop putting my face on. I, I, I don't know why you'd want to go. On. Anyway, yes, let's stop this. Thank you very much again to the fame, Haley Connolly, everybody of the globe, hot milk um, for the smiles and the friendship. And um, our Patreons for their support, love, and um, 
yeah, it was my birthday last week and everybody was super cool. So thank you very much if you wished me happy birthday. If you didn't, um, I hope you die in a fire. Sounds about right. Yep. Cool. We're ending this now then? Yep. All right. Bye. Sapnin. You're listening to Sapnin Podcast with Sean Smith and Morgan Richards. Thank you very much for downloading this podcast or streaming it or I don't, I don't know what else you do with podcasts. Um, thank you very much. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.